Hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of the Soul Path Podcast. Your host here, Luke Throop. And I want to talk today about focus and growth, but specifically, very specifically, talk about spiritual focus and spiritual growth and why that's so important and how do we make it happen? How do we accelerate ourselves in a positive direction? How do we cultivate clarity and inner satisfaction? These are things that are relevant to life. The days are going to come and go. Jobs are going to come and go. Relationships are going to come and go. Money is going to come and go. But in the flow of all of things, connected together and woven in the grand cosmic puzzle, the fabric of life, there is something uniquely special about being alive. And that fact, that irreparable, Beautiful essence of self, you know, that part of us that is just undeniable. There's something in us, to us, the soul level identity, the inner awareness, the energetic presence that is us. It's it's our personality, it's mind, body, and soul. That part of us, that spiritual part of us, just like our body and just like our mind, must be nourished. And just like our body and just like our mind, we can focus our spiritual strength, our spiritual study, our might, if you will, or not. We can train our spiritual focus or not. It's just like lifting weights. You can build a stronger body. You can build greater endurance and cardiovascular capacity. If we go for a a brisk walk or a jog, uh, play with the kids, run, go for a hike, bike ride, do something that's active, and this gets the body strong. And then as the body gets strong, that affects the biological brain. And as the brain gets strong and clear and kind of firing on all cylinders, then we have greater clarity and better mood and optimism, release of dopamine and melatonin and all the good stuff, the molecules of emotion. So we have access to this We can understand that we can train these things to increase our well-being, our physiological state, but also our mental-emotional state. And the way that we can do this is by focusing our effort, focusing our motivation, understanding that where our focus goes, our energy flows. So from a spiritual sense, when I choose to direct my mind, when I choose to use my mind instead of the other way around, instead of my mind using my animated awareness, my inner awareness, and kind of keeping it in this house of mirrors, the illusion, the mental mirage, or this reflection and, and you know this misinterpretation of reality, right? We get caught up in what we think. And when we're so caught up in what we think, we fail to see what's right in front of us, the reality and the essence of reality as it is right now. And it is only in reality and when we are rooted in reality that we can exercise the power of choice. And so this is really important, right? To the degree we are caught up in the head, we are detached from our own source of power and empowerment, right? It feels good to know that we have a choice and that we can then choose to use change. We can adapt. Uh, we, We have to accept circumstances that are beyond our control, but we can certainly assert our intention moving forward. We can channel our energy. And this is an this is a matter of spiritual expression, right? It's it's the expression of who I am. It's it's how I define myself through action. I'm going to take these actions to get these results, understanding that I may fail to achieve what I set out to do. I, I like to say that life seldom works out the way that we think that it will. 
but it does always work out. I mean, we're still alive and kicking, right? We're still here. There are flowers blooming outside right now. It's springtime. This is uh, life, the full context of life. And in this moment, I have spiritual expression. If I choose to focus on spirituality or spiritual concepts, perhaps through meditation or through prayer or through mantra or through studying of scriptures, these things enrich and nourish our soul. They calibrate our perspective in the best case by by keeping us in, in close contact with the mental idea of God, of good old divinity, our, our, our conceptual connection with the essence of life itself. And the closer we are in our mind to that, then we are, in theory, getting closer to actually experiencing that divine communion or that, that kind of merging with the moment, that rapturous, uh, just being captured by being alive. The miracle and the marvel of it all, the magic of life. And we have those kind of peak spiritual experiences, sometimes through praise, sometimes, like I get, through prayer, mantra. Uh, different ways have been, uh, different methods, different techniques have been used throughout the ages, throughout human history. But always, always is it reinforcing this biological connection with a, a metaphysical interpretation of, of the sum of everything that is, right? The the idea, the biggest idea that we can have, the spiritual connection with something bigger than ourselves, good old divinity, okay? So that, however you choose to pursue that connection, that connection is key in cultivation of self-realization. And what that means is that if we don't have a means of orienting ourselves in life, if we don't have context for the who am I question, then we lack meaning. Life lacks, lacks substance. The, the reason why is something that each person must explore. And through that process of, of self-exploration and exploring the essence of life comes discovery. And in the discovery of what life really is through the visceral existential human experience, through the suffering, through the pain, through the, the elation, the joy, the, happy, the happiness, the rapture, you know, these moments give meaning to life. And how we interpret that, again, is a spiritual thing, right? We have the stories in our mind about the pain and the suffering, about what happened, uh, hurt and betrayal, uh, failure, times we've lost, strong, dis- you know, the, the sting of disappointment. These kind of things happen, and how we interpret that is ultimately a spiritual exercise. Right? We have the mental story, the verbiage running through our mind. Ask yourself, you know, when was the last time I got my heart hurt, for example? Or when's the last time I felt like I was struggling or suffering? And write down the answers. Pay attention to the words. This is kind of a mechanical mode of self-reflection. It's a discipline, a spiritual discipline to, to journal, to write it out, reflect, and get it out so you can see it. And then when you're looking at it, you have the ability to reconsider. You have the ability to restructure self-talk, to retell the story. What labels do you attach to your I am? 
Am I ashamed? Am I angry? Am I sad? Am I mad? Am I fearful? Am I full of doubt? Deceit? What is it inside of me that's holding me back, right? When we think about spiritual expression, a lot of times I like to talk about the the infinite capacity to pursue potential, the curious exploration of infinite potential, ultimately being divine expression expressing through us. And we have this ability to go out there, cultivate potential, to, to pursue the possibilities, to see what can we do with our time, with the, with the mind and the body as given to us, this gift of life. What can I do with that? And a lot of times we come up with really good ideas. Sometimes we even write down ideas and make plans to execute. But even in the midst of the best intentions and, and, the, be- and the most well-executed plan, there are setbacks, there are struggles, and indeed failures. But there are oftentimes obstacles that seem like they're just invisible. Like, why can't I get over this hump? Why can't I get out of this rut? Why can't I seem to gain traction? Why can't I seem to have the impact to make the profit? What is it that's holding me back? Is the question. What is it that's holding me back? What is in my way? Ask the question and write down the answers. Pay attention to the reasons why you believe you cannot or have not succeeded just yet. Look at the language that you use and reflect on it. This is conscious awareness. You're casting the light of awareness upon your own inner workings. And we don't do this enough, right? We get so caught up in the day that we just totally miss the opportunity to check in, to pause and reflect. I like to say pause and appreciate, reflect and project. You know, we need to be able to do this so that we can keep ourselves, again, rooted in reality. So we can keep ourselves facing forward toward a positive future so that we can keep our actions our actions aligned with our intentions, right? So we can move in a positive direction. We want to enhance our chances of achieving success. We want to reduce the possibility of unnecessary suffering and failure. This is just the kind of stuff that we want to do. It just makes sense, right? It's logical. That's everybody's desire. But we don't have the the structure in place a lot of times to support the chaos of life. I like to say that structure supports successful spontaneity. We have to be able to adapt and be fluid in the motion, uh, in the moment. Everything's in motion. And in order to do that successfully, to not just get you know, caught up in the current and find ourselves drifting way off course, we need to create a structure. And the structure that I'm speaking of, really, I mean, we can talk about a structure to our day, scheduling tasks and routines. We can refine our rituals in the morning and the evening and all this kind of stuff so that we can really... Uh, really begin to accelerate, really get a lot of traction. But the truth of the matter is all of that external traction is still going to be insufficient without internal traction, without true alignment, mind, body, and soul, the head and the heart in particular. And When we lack alignment, when the mind, body, and soul are not integrated into one expression of who you are in this moment, then we need to (laughs) we need to make that connection intentionally. We need to learn through reflection how to realign ourselves to connect the head with the heart. And this is a spiritual practice. 
Now, there are two things that can happen when we realize that we're out of alignment. One thing is that we pause, appreciate, reflect, and project, right? We take a few slow, deep breaths. We let the awareness rest on the heart. Take just a second to feel your heartbeat and appreciate being alive. Realize the opportunity that's unfolding right now to exercise the power of choice, that you are an incredible cosmic creature, and that you have this ability to get back up and keep moving forward. You have this ability innately in you to make a wise decision, right? There's, there's some wisdom in you that, that supersedes. It's an intuition. It's more than just what you think. You can feel. It's not just emotion. It's spiritual sensitivity. It's attunement to the subtle currents in life. You know in your heart what the best decision is. And similarly, we can also look at it very... Uh, well, again, it would almost be mechanically, but we can break down the belief system, right? And and understand that if we take the time to restructure our self-talk and our belief system, which is a spiritual process, if we go through the process of really digging deep, really getting into what's going on inside, really taking a look at the scripts that keep running through our mind, really beginning to uncover some of the subconscious inertia, the patterns in our life that uh, that we cannot seem to escape. All of that is, is a discipline. It's a spiritual discipline. The benefit of that is huge, like lifting weights and getting stronger or exercising the mind through poetry, reading, through study, through music, through good conversation, through listening to podcasts. When we exercise the spirit within us, again, through study, prayer, fast, meditation, but also through the discipline self-reflection, and the self-refining through the examination and cultivation of our inner belief system, we create a strong constitution. We create a binding contract with ourselves and our subconscious mind. This is who I am, who I choose to be. I have that choice and I can embody that persona of me, that best essence of me. I can bring my heart, my whole soul into this moment and be whole and complete and stand present, attentive, ready to take action, ready to engage, to uplift, to encourage, to equip. What is it that you do, you want to do from this new (laughs) spiritually charged state? We need to get ourselves to that state, understanding that motivation, you know, the emotional motivation, you know, is emotion driven by mindset. We have to set our mind to the task of spirituality. Like I talked about earlier, you know, thinking about and contemplating the God concept, our connection with God, our connection with, with the divine essence of life itself, thinking about our spiritual walk and where we're at and what this life is really all about, the source of all things, and ultimately the sum of all things. What do we want to do with the sacred gift of time on earth? All of that. And then also, you know, coming back to the moment, what's real right now, I have so much to be grateful for, right? What's real right now, getting grounded in gratitude, fills my heart up with appreciation. And from a full heart, we can share, we can give, we can create together, we can collaborate and help make the world a better place together. So that's why spiritual focus 
and feeling spiritual growth is so important. You have to take the time to discipline the mind-body and also the soul. You have to discipline yourself. I like to tell people that breath control is the most basic building block of self-control. When you learn to control your breathing, you learn to control your heart rate and your emotional state of mind. You can write that down. <laughs> but the truth is, just a, sl- a few slow, deep breaths and bringing awareness to the heart is a really quick way to, to sink in, to tap in. Uh, to kind of settle awareness beneath the threshold of thought, let them let the mind fly around, do what the mind's going to do. You know, the mind's uh, uh, an unruly beast, I like to say, but it's there, and underneath all of that is the rest of who you are. So don't get caught up in thinking that you are just your thoughts, because you're much more than that. Don't get caught up in thinking that you're limited by circumstance, because there's always opportunity. You're personal choice, your power of choice is your source for empowerment. And that's where you get to get excited about the possibilities and the potential in life. And that's what this podcast is all about. So that is uh, the Soul Path podcast episode for today, finding spiritual focus and, and feeling growth. And there's a lot more I want to dig into, but if you have questions or comments, please go ahead and drop them below. Uh, like and subscribe to this. Share this podcast with your friends. It's all about growing and uh, sharing what we know from experience to help make the world a better place. So with that, look forward to connecting with you soon.